Have you ever wondered what the heck is next for me? I hear a lot of women say they don't have what it takes to start something new or they are too old, but many women overcome all kinds of obstacles and then go on to something even better. Over the years, I've worked a lot of traditional jobs as well as direct sales businesses, but never realized the success I was hoping for until I released my emotional baggage. Once I had cracked the code of my emotions, I knew I could help other women do the same. Join us here as we chat with female experts as they share their inspirational stories and challenges in business and life, because it is never too late. I'm your host, Cora Naylor, and this is the Crack the Code podcast. Welcome back to the Crack the Code podcast. And I'm just wondering, you know, it's January. A lot of times we're thinking about maybe doing some decluttering, moving things around. And have you ever done that or have you gotten stuck? Today, we're going to have some great tips. I'm so excited to have my friend Connie Graf with us. Connie is a Swiss certified expert in finance and accounting and a certified clutter clearing practitioner. She's helping business owners create supportive, clutter-free environments in their mind, surroundings, and finances. But more importantly, she helps them develop intentional habits, systems, and processes that work for them and prevent clutter from creeping back. She says clearing clutter is self-love, and a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. So welcome, Connie. Well, thank you so much, Cora, for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on, especially this time of year. You know, sometimes we do the spring cleanings, but January is kind of the beginning of a year, a new start. And many people are looking to clean things away, declutter, make life a little simpler and easier. So I'm looking forward to learning some tips from you. But first, I would like to learn a little bit more about you. Um, I know you were Swiss trained in your finances, so I'm curious how you got from Switzerland to Canada, which our listeners might not know is that's where you're living now. Yeah, I live in Vancouver, Canada, so on the West Coast. It's quite far away from Switzerland. <laughs> But it's all my dad's brother, so my uncle's fault. So my uncle moved here to Vancouver in 69 or 1970, some, <laughs> some crazy long time ago. And uh, while I was uh, learning for my accounting degree, he got the promise from me that afterwards I would come visit. So I came here in 1996 the first time and fell in love with it. And uh, that's how I ended up here. <laughs> yeah. It took a few years, but I got here eventually. Yeah. So what do you love more about the West Coast of Canada than Switzerland? Because that's a pretty a picturesque place to be as well. Yes. Well, it, it's really hard, but I love the ocean. I love the smell of ocean, sand, water. Um, I, I love that a lot. We don't have that in Switzerland. It's really hard to say because I do miss Switzerland. So I always say like once you moved away from your home country, it's kind of like you're in a hard spot because you will always feel homesick. But if you would move back, you would feel homesick from yeah. the other place. So yeah. 
Um, I totally feel homesick, but I love the ocean here. And it's just, it was so funny when I landed at the airport here in 1996, I just felt at home mm -hmm. and I don't know why. I can't tell you why. It's just something kept me here, but I'm somebody who goes back to Switzerland a lot because I couldn't yeah. live without Switzerland. So. Yes. Well, it is nice to have that option to go back and forth and get the best of both worlds. Yeah, now that the pandemic is mm. a little bit at bay, we mm -hmm. can we can do that again. Yes. Yeah. And so how did you make that leap from doing financial stuff into the decluttering and world and helping people create their own special spaces? Yeah, so actually that the, the decluttering came even before the finances, but back then nobody talked really about decluttering mm -hmm. or organizing, but I was a weird teenager. <laughs> I would already love to organize, reorganize, declutter. I would do that constantly with my room. Then friends of mine would say, would you come help me? So I would help them. And then when, when it was time to pick a career, um, my kind of, my parents kind of pushed me towards, um, banking and I didn't want to do banking. Mm -hmm. So I did finances, which they were happy with. And it turned out I was really good or I'm really good with numbers and everything. And then when I was in my career, people would always comment, you have such an organized office, you have <laughs> such an organized desk. So I would start helping them. Uh, figure out too how they can also be more organized and that's kind of how how this all happened <laughs> so oh. it's kind of yeah, it was kind of full circle when when I got back to helping people getting organized and oh. bothering yeah yeah and I can see that I've worked in a lot of offices over the years and some people just have the neatest desk everything so tidy and other people are in total chaos and yet they can seem to kind of find things because yeah. they know where they are in their piles, but I'm I'm imagining that inside it's still that scattered feeling that they have because things are not, you know, in organized in some kind of a way. Yeah, uh, it, so science tells us that our environment has a big impact on us. And I actually felt that already as a child, the impact of the environment. That's kind of how I got into reorganizing, re moving around furniture and all that. And so I'm not saying we all need to have these perfectly neat and tidy spaces, you know, but you do your body and your concentration, not a favor when you have a mess around you. So those people who can function in chaos, they just put more, more strength or how do you say that? Um, they, they put themselves under a harder time, more stress and everything, you know? And so, and they probably don't even notice because they're so used to um, being under this weight. And so it can help just to create a little bit of uh, more of an organization and a little bit more space around you. Yeah, because yeah. I know for myself, whenever I do take some time to reorganize a space at your house, whether it's a cupboard in the kitchen or your closet in the bedroom, you mm. always feel like a huge weight has been lifted. You yeah. feel lighter, like you've lost 10 pounds and all you've done yeah. is move some of your stuff around and maybe taken out a garbage bag. I mean, I live in a tiny house and every six months I do a reorganization of my stuff and I can't believe how much I can take out of my place. It's like, where is yeah. this stuff even coming from? Yeah. And, and you know, Cora, that's totally normal because we humans are, are, are like we always said we're hunter gatherers no so we're gatherers <laughs> maybe not so much hunters anymore but gatherers yeah. and and 
that's what happens and there's nothing wrong with that but if you're not on a regular um cycle of letting go of things again then it starts to become a problem and so i love it when you say oh every six months i'm going through something that's a good rhythm for you if that works for you and that's totally good and then you let go of it and and that's perfect you know <laughs> but most people they have their things for years and years stored in all kinds of places and the weight it's literally you can feel it like you just said that the weight lifts when you let go of some of the things and the more you kind of cling to them the harder it will be to let them go but the more you will also be feeling freed of it so yeah. yeah yeah and that's the thing I noticed um, now that I'm living in a smaller space I, what I really have figured out is that we fill up the space that we have so if you yeah. live in a big house you need more things to fill it up just to keep that space from looking like a giant cavern and when you're in a smaller <laughs> space you know you have to have less but it's just a little like for me it's easier to keep track of I'm not a you know I don't love cleaning a house so if it's yeah. a smaller space it's nice to have that it's easier to look after and when something comes in you have to make space for it so you might have to remove something but I know a lot of people that are in this age, you know, kids are moving out and people are downsizing and getting ready for retirement and all that kind of thing. It can be very emotional to, you know, go through all their things and have to get rid of things. And maybe you can give us some tips on how to downsize if that's what people are going through. Yeah, and, and you're right. It is very emotional. Um, that's also what oftentimes trips people up when they start. Uh, what I noticed is that a lot of people start or, or at least, um, focus on the hard things to let go, like all the mm. things they're really fond of or clinging to it instead of trying to go with the so-called low-hanging fruit like mm. all this stuff that you know already okay i have no problem to let that go or i'm th this is really easy i'm not so attached to it and and so this is for sure the first tip mm. don't go with your grandma's china or whatever yeah. don't don't think and don't even think of these things right now because you're not in a position to make a decision now about this and it will keep you from doing anything if you if you're focusing on that so focus on easy um easy non not so emotional uh, because most people have a kind of like we all have a, an emotional connection to all the things around us it's just some connection is weaker and and looser and others is like really intense so start with that and and good places to start with is just um wherever you store a lot of the things like kitchen kitchen is often mm -hmm. it depends a little bit on your on your hobbies but kitchen is often a good place to start um bathrooms is a good place to start don't go like a lot of people dream of cleaning their garage or or their basement but that's usually even though you're not using these things that's usually all the stuff that is emotionally explosive how i call it so don't go there and then uh, a second tip is for sure to to not take on too much so most people think oh i just gonna declutter i don't know my whole kitchen today and and this is way too much because 
decluttering can be very draining if you if you put too much on you so just say okay let's just do this cupboard today or if it's a big cupboard even just do one shelf today and then pat yourself on the back and walk away and do something else rather than completely exhausting yourself so yeah i find that it can be overwhelming if you think oh i'm gonna this weekend i'm gonna do the whole bedroom or something like that and then you just get so overwhelmed you don't even know where to start anymore Yes. Yeah. yeah. And who wants to who wants to spend their weekends decluttering, even yeah. though the reward is actually a really good one that you're that you're feeling so much better. But but most people don't get motivated or can't get started if they're uh, planning out too much time or like a whole weekend or a whole day or so that's why I'm saying just start small and do over time more and more. That's uh, way more sustainable. And and um, it's not so hard to get motivated either. Yeah, I find that too, especially if you're doing like a drawer, like say in the kitchen or you have that junk drawer. I don't have a junk drawer anymore because I don't have a house big enough to have a junk drawer. <laughs> but, yeah. but if you just say, okay, I'm just going to do that one drawer. And sometimes just by doing that one drawer, then you kind of get in the mode. Sometimes it's just about starting the process yes. and then you think, okay, well, you know, that was okay. Maybe I can do one more drawer, you know, and you get, yes. get into a rhythm. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're exactly right because it's uh, you get the, the reward. When you do a small area, you get the reward and that may motivate you to do more or you can just be proud of yourself that you did something and stop for that day and do something else later. Rather than putting too much on, on yourself, then in the middle of it, you're getting so exhausted and you're getting demotivated and disillusioned because then you think again, oh, I knew I can't do it, which is sad. You know, we all can do it. It's just sometimes we to sabotage ourselves with yeah. wrong approaches yeah yeah and then you don't like you say don't get anything I know my husband always jokes around that he wants to have a bigger shed where we live because we have a, a certain size we're allowed to have and ours is just under but some people have a bigger one and I'm like you know what what's the point because what are you going to get what do you want more of that yeah. you don't have yeah. you're just going to fill up that space um yeah. and yeah, yeah. And then I have saw a lot of friends too that are getting to the other point where their parents are getting older and now they're having to help the parents do some decluttering and sorting because the parents are maybe moving into some assisted living or something like that. And that is a very emotional time too because lots of times these parents have lived in their home for many, many years and they're from the generation where they don't throw things away. So they have a lot of stuff and it can be very difficult mm -hmm. to help them go mm -hmm. through that process. Do you have any um, tips or anything to help people with that? Because it's now it's trying to sort somebody else's stuff, not even just your own. Yeah, and that, that is always um, almost a dangerous zone uh, mm -hmm. because you are not attached to these things most of the time, but your parents are and or whoever else you're helping but if we're talking about parents right now and then we have to remember that it is a very very charged situation to begin with because having to downsize kind of signals to our brain too when you are at that age that a new stage of your life is starting and that you're moving like we can't deny it anymore we're moving towards maybe even the end of our life so there's a lot of grief involved so the tip I have is just 
like again also start with the low-hanging fruit don't start with the most difficult stuff first all the things that your parents know oh i can't take it or i don't want to take it start with that stuff and focus more on what they're looking forward to when they have a different where they're going when they have a different place and how they could make their life there really nice and easier and everything that may help them too to let things go and just a lot of compassion and sometimes it may really also help to to get some um professional help in who is trained in in that because so for example even though i said i i was um a teenager already helping people with that i did go through extra training because clutter and and especially when we're talking about downsizing there's a lot of grief involved and grief is not always just if somebody dies grief is also if our life changes if if we have to com complete a, a stage of our life and move into a new one and so if you can get somebody in who is trained like me who is trained in clutter clearing that was also um trained in grief or if you have somebody who, who is trained in grief just to support a bit because it can be really hard and and we may not understand what they're going through and may um, make things unintentionally worse, maybe, rather than being helpful. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. I hadn't really thought of it like in those terms before, like with the grief. But yeah, that's a big major event for everybody and trying to, yeah. you know, give ourselves the space to make that move. Hopefully it doesn't, you know, they have some time that they can do that and take some thought around it. Uh, that's a really good yeah. perspective to have. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then I want to say one more time, maybe, and that's not just for parents, but mm -hmm. if you, no matter who you help, don't just tell them, oh, just get rid of it. Yeah. It has to be the decision of the person. Otherwise you may create some, um, resentment between you you know for you it might be why are you holding on to this just get rid of it but the other person has to make the decision it can't be you it's not your life you could just think how how you would feel if somebody would come to you and try to take away something that you really attach to and say well just throw it away so that was one of the things that in that um, grief education that I just talked about, they were really animate about that we'll never tell the other person what to do. And so, but that goes for anybody. Like, even yeah. if you help your husband, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you can ask questions, you know, it's like, like you just said, well, well what would you want to put there? Or what would mm -hmm. you want to keep? Or why do you need more space? But never kind of say, oh, well, just get rid of it. This is because it, it you yeah. um, is without respect for the other person. Yeah. Know? For sure. I know. I always remember um, some kind of one of those um, design shows on TV. And when they were helping people redesign, they had three piles. They would get them to put stuff outside, like the get rid of pile, the not sure pile and the keep in pile. And so then they did it like in steps. So once the people saw all their stuff out there, then they could kind of pick and choose and then they would know how much room do they have for. And then they had to make another decision. So they did it in yeah. stages because sometimes you just can't think about it. Like you say, right in the moment, yeah. because it's too emotionally charged. 
Yes. Yeah. And, and you get also decision, decision fatigue, no, like, yeah, especially if you do too long, I would imagine when they do these shows that goes on for hours. And, and after, I don't know how long yeah. of making decisions, yes, no, uh, keep or whatever, your brain can't handle it anymore. And then it, everything is, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, or depending on what kind of nature person you are, you may say, Oh, get rid of it. And then later regret it or, or, you know, so yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's been so great to have you on with all these tips today, Connie. And I know you have, you have a podcast too. So if our listeners want to learn more about Connie's decluttering and it's not just your space, but also in your mind, we have a lot of things going on in there that we got to declutter. You can check out your podcast at from chaos to peace. And then I think you have something uh, for people if they want to go to, is it on your website that the listeners? Yes. So I, I created a, a nice um, link for your your listeners. So my website is connygraf.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com, and then slash crack the code. And then you get to a page where they can download a, a PDF that helps them create the the perfect workspace for themselves. And it's not just for the desk. You can use it in your in your um, kitchen or if you're an artist you can use it in your atelier wherever it's it has a, a a framework in it that i talk about how to think how to organize your space and they can download that that oh, uh, guide if they want to oh that's awesome so we'll have all that in the show notes for people that are listening uh, if you're driving and you can't grab it right away it's there just hop on and take a look again thank you so much connie for being on here today and for our listeners you know, if you're thinking about doing some decluttering or downsizing or helping somebody, remember just to give yourself some space, allow yourself some time to go through the process and start with small chunks. It just makes it so much easier. And then just remember, it's never too late. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. Visit my website, coranaylor.com, to learn more about the Emotion Code or sign up for my free virtual co-working sessions.